You are now listening to the Socks and Sandals podcast. Every time an independent, a truly independent source goes into the Portland Place Bureau, we find chaos. Just one of the people like just told to my managers who like had fired me, they were like, yeah, did you see Tevin's video was on Complex? And he was like, man, dog, they sick, man. Yada, yada. And I was just like, I was laughing because it was just like, you know, bro, like, you know, God, God always got a plan. In that moment, I thought, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to sit here in the middle of this aisle in Target and talk to her and break down what is going on and why she believes that these white Barbie dolls are more valuable or should come home with us over these brown and black Barbie dolls. The Egyptian creation story is a very sexual one. Mm -hmm. And it talks of the god creating himself through a sexual act with himself. So it's a masturbatory big bang if you like like I never even hire coaches when I establish a program I always hire mentors first mm. you know what I'm saying because a mentor gets the big picture coach might just get basketball I want somebody that under X's and I want somebody that's about whole life I'm not the only podcaster out there you're not the only marketer out there like there's a lot of people doing the same things but the things that's going to separate you and I from the rest of the people is that we become our best selves and we just don't quit. So what is the gospel? What is the pure, unadulterated yes, gospel? Yes, yes, and that is what I live by because the moment this changes is the moment I'm leaving Christianity. Okay. The pure, unadulterated gospel, and I can say it in one sentence, but I'll elaborate. For sure. Is love God and do whatever the fuck you want. Back to the Socks and Sandals podcast, where society, culture, history, and religion collide, and we unapologetically discuss our worldviews. It's your guy, Emmanuel. I'm back in the building, whipping it up, and I have a very, very, very special guest back for the third time, back like she never left, back like a chiropractor off vacation, Miss Trinell. Say hello to the people. Oh my gosh. Hi, y'all. How's it going? <laughs> Wait, this is the third time, isn't it? This is the... This is the third, I believe so, right? Or yeah, the or first it, one was a, a Beyonce. Was Beyonce like mask? Beyonce yeah. mask, y'all. I was in a different space back then. Don't judge hey, me. Hey, we all were, weren't we? <laughs> was, ooh. And then the second one. Maybe uh, the second time was just me being on your show. You were on my pod, my old podcast, the Rich yeah, and the Righteous. Rich and the Righteous. Yes. Okay, so maybe it's only your second time. Maybe it's only your second time. I mean, this is our third time chopping it up. There you go. This, so I'm Same happy day. to be here. I'm so Alrighty. happy to be here. No doubt. I'm I'm glad to have you on. Um, and let's 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 dive right into it because we've been chopping it up. Let's just keep that spirit going. So um just to uh, refresh your mind and your memory and let everybody see how this came about. Now there was a tweet that went that I sent out on October the 20th. Cause I've been going through some things, right? <laughs> Just started a new job uh, within the past month. And also, you know, launched my business, Universal Professional Development back in September of 2020. Yep. And it's just a lot going on. And so on October 20th, I wrote the physical and psychological energy needed to create 
and establish a program slash business is greatly underestimated. And Trinell, I'll, I'll let you do the honors and read your tweet. Yeah, man. <laughs> and I said, all of this, I've been in the mental fight of my life for mm. the past two months regarding my company. They don't talk about this enough. So, so about that, about that mental fight, um, go, go ahead and dive in tell me, tell us what is going on. Um, and just, just share about what's, what's happening with the company, just yeah. the mental, the, the stress, the psychological stress that we're under as entrepreneurs. Um, let's go ahead and spill it. Bet. So um, the name of my company is Go Girl Ride. A quick, quick backstory, because I'm, I tell the story all the time. <laughs> but I was an Uber driver for a minute and just for some years and saw a need for safe transportation um, for like trauma informed, all of the hot words, you know, Word. <laughs> <laughs> um, but really that was centered on the safety of women, femmes, non-binary folks, inclusive for everyone, but really focusing on safety. And so I've been driving around the country my whole life. My dad was in the Navy growing up and I just have always loved to drive. And so, um, and also my background is in human resources. I'm literally, that's also why I'm exhausted. Um, I'm an HR director at a, a nonprofit here in Portland. And I've just always been an HR girl, always been a customer service person. So I always had these like ideas about like, why isn't there a safe uh, option? Like that just does things the way I imagined. And so um, that was like, that thought was maybe four years ago. Um, and I started telling my friends about it and they were like, no, you really should do this. Like you really should. And so I just started putting it out there to the public, what I was thinking, got the opportunity to present what was in a concept and um, yeah, registered the business two years ago. Mm -hmm. And two years later, literally just waiting on the insurance. That's the last piece um, for us to roll out in Portland, a very long story short, y'all. Mm. And so um, it's been, it's been a lot. Um, just the highs and lows of it. First of all, I would say the, the perception of success is like really stressful. <laughs> um, it's a lot of pressure and I don't even know that it's external pressure. It's like internal pressure, especially when people, yeah, people just think, people think you're on, um, because we do, we get national attention. We get a lot of local attention as well. And so like, that's just a whole thing. And it's been two years, like it's been two active years. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, people are like, yo, can I order a ride? And I'm like, no, we're not launched yet. What's taking you so long? Like, you know, and they're just mm -hmm. genuinely asking. But for me, it's like, I've been putting in, in my team. And that's another part of the <laughs> stress. Yeah, We've been putting in this work, man. I mean, and we're not doing this on a small scale, but like, we're going to compete with like Uber, Lyft, taxis. Portland is the first city. We got plans, you know what I mean? And, and there's a demand for it. Um, so it's just, it got to me a, a couple months ago. Um, I um, had some changes in, in, in the business. Um, um, there's, there's some transitions. I'm trying to 
be politically correct here, (laughs) which is not, you know, that's not my, my MO at all, but that's also a thing too, that causes the stress Mm -hmm. trying to learn how to navigate and just how to, how to talk, (laughs) but no, like, you know, there's just been a lot of movement, um, transitioning people out who I always imagined would be a part. Um, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, it's also really stressful when you have personal relationships with those folks. So it's expensive and it's not just expensive. I'm talking money, but I'm talking like mentally, it just, it costs a lot to, to do this and just having to be ready at all times and working on, on like the funding, like the money and, and stuff. And like trying, like I was just telling you before we start recording, right? Like trying to get insurance. That's like the last piece of this and, and really experiencing just like the obstacles that come with that and trying to, you know, you know, convince these white people basically Mm. to give you a chance. And also having the like need, like we have contracts with like big organizations Mm -hmm. and we have a demand and we're like, yo, this will work. Like we got the, we got it here. And they're like, you know, yeah, but you're not operating yet. So we don't, you know, aren't comfortable or we just don't know how to scale up with y'all. So there's like the challenges of scaling the business, but then also, um, there's the real, like real life of like, you still got your own expenses. Like I'm still, I got to live. Right. So it's like, I got to make sure I'm taking care of overhead for this company. But then also I still have my day job because I got bills right? and (laughs) I have a big job at that. So like trying to navigate that and everything that comes along with that on top of like a whole other company, (laughs) that I have and then it's like me as a brand and just people um they see all of this so they're like oh my god can I can I pick your brain you know that one right like yeah yeah can I I get your time or all the the free consultations man yeah or and even people just wanting to like interview I'm so grateful because it's a reminder that like okay the the word is getting out there God is good. But at the same time, I'm like, just mentally I'm tapped out. And now I'm really learning how like I'm playing ball with like, like, like the big people. Um, What really did it for me, bro, was um, three weeks ago, a month ago, um, there's a big organization in Portland um, that's having a a crisis, Uh um, like a driver crisis right now. And they reached out to me just like, they're like, hey, just wondering if you had any ideas on how we could, you know, any solutions. And so I was like, well, we got all these signups. Maybe my people would be interested in driving while we work on launching. So long story short, I'm talking like big, 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 big organization. So Mm -hmm. Uh me and Ebony, um, we put together a proposal and like, I mean, when I say work my butt off, like I've never worked that hard. I really stretched myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was solid. I mean, like I consulted with my advisors and Mm -hmm. all sorts of things, took meetings with them. They were like playing in my face because they didn't really read the proposal because they were asking me questions in the meeting. And I was like, yeah, if you go to this section, it's an like, and I amended the proposal. Long story short, um, they changed their ask and it was just completely outside of the scope of our work. And I was like, so y'all don't want to pay people, but you need people, which is also why there's a shortage right now. Cause people just aren't settling for, you know, BS yeah. anymore, whatever. Oh, oh yeah. So it just, but it really got to me because 
I have had these organizational transitions mm-hmm. recently that were both business and it uh, was personal as well. On top of just like now learning the politics of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a lot, man. It's just, it, it really got to me to where two weeks ago, I well, maybe three weeks ago, I just, I sat on my couch and I just cried. <laughs> I was like, but it was like, not even like, it was just, I don't even know it was cry. It was just tears. I was like, God, I am tired. Like just like a release, just like, a, just, yeah. just, just release, just letting it go. Yeah. Yes. And it's normally stuff that I just put, I just put in the back of my head. Right. Because mm. We push through. That's what yeah. entrepreneurs do, right? Like we don't got time for that, like simp stuff. Like mm-hmm. we push through, but like I couldn't. I just felt like frozen, and I was like, I gotta sit with this. And it really, like, I questioned if I wanted to do this because I was like, I got this good HR career, you know. I've been working on a brand. I do like, you know, I sing and do this stuff. I was like, I could just focus on the life that I have right now. I've made so many sacrifices. Like I really have to be like, do I want this? Like, I don't want to do this. And I was mad, man. I was angry at God too. Mm. Um, and then of course I came to my senses as soon as I thought it. And I was like, no, I absolutely want this. Yeah. The swing. The yeah. swing. Yes. It's the high. It was just like, I think what happened to me was the highs and the lows just mm-hmm. it got to me at like oh, yeah. it hit me because it was like oh wow this really big organization reached out to me mm-hmm. like they want mm-hmm. that tells me that the the if the work is working that they thought of me and my company yeah, yeah. so there's like the high of that and then like putting together this like million dollar proposal multi mm-hmm. almost multi-million dollar proposal and then they plan in my face. Yeah. So then it's like a low. And then it was like all of the work I did in that time. I was like, so was this for nothing? That so that is the that part right there. Like, so I'm I'm dealing with that right now. Um, not multi-million, but it's definitely yeah. like, you know, it's 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 numbers for me. It's just because it's just me, right? But so, you know, I I've signed up with the uh Man, it's it's escaping escaping me right now. But like you know, one of those organizations that certify you as a minority women business small business whatever. So I signed up for that through through the state of Oregon, and then so now I'm getting like requests or they're sending me, hey, you can send a request for a proposal for this equity training or this whatever. And so I got put on this list for this huge um, like project in Seattle, right? And they're like, oh, you can send, submit your request for a proposal, all that type of stuff. And I'm looking at it and I've done probably about 20% of the work. And I'm like, that extra 80% is so daunting to me. And I'm like, man, what if I do all of this work and I get absolutely nothing in return, right? And I'm, I'm, I'm stressing out, like I'm anxious about what hasn't even happened, mm-hmm. right? But it's like, that's really holding me back from like throwing myself into this, but I know that I need to do it. You know what I mean? Because it's like, all right, even if I don't get it, I need to know how to apply for these things so that in the future, because when, when these start hitting, like I'm out of here, (laughs) I'm out of here. (laughs) No, for real, (laughs) for real, for real. But but it's like, I'm not there yet. And so that's why I was telling you like this transition from like what I, what I did in my first year with my business, it just blew my mind. Like I didn't really, I didn't even know how much money I made until I got this new job. And I was like, 
and I, I'm like the worst with Excel and they yeah. need me to create spreadsheets. But when they hired me, they was like, look, you almost didn't get this job because you didn't know how to do Excel, but <laughs> we're going to give you these lessons. And so yeah. I learned how to do Excel. I was like, oh, well, let me create a spreadsheet for my business and let me see how my finances work. And I was like, oh, shoot, I didn't even know I made that much. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, this is good. I knew I was doing good, but okay, this is good. Yeah. But now it's like, all right, how do I get to that next level? Like, this is cool side hustle money. Yep. But I got a whole family of five. So side hustle ain't what it used to be when it was just three of us. Now it's five of us. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, there's, there's that reality of, you know, having a baby, you know, shout out to my son. He's six months now. Just, just turned six months. Baby Aries, man. So, you know, him coming to the world as as another reminder, like, yo, you got to step it up. So I got this job. That's cool. That's solid. You know, um, bills is paid. Uh, health insurance is taken care of as, as I, you know, you don't know how big health insurance is until you get older and you really got to go to the doctor and stuff. Is, you know, it's, it's crazy. Right? Yeah, man. And it snuck up on us, huh? It did. It did, man. This mid thirties is crazy. This is something else. That's a whole different topic. That's, that's a whole different topic, but long, long story <laughs> less long. So basically when I, when I tweeted that last week, like I was in a place in Trinidad, I know you know about this where creatively, you cannot generate ideas Mm-mm. and you can't focus and you, you just, I couldn't do anything. Yeah. And I was just so stuck and I was at work on a Tuesday brain just fried emotionally. I couldn't muster up anything. And so I was thinking like, yo, I don't know how I'm going to get the mental fortitude and energy to teach my class, because I teach my class on, on Wednesday nights from seven to nine. I was like, I don't even, everything is prepared, but man, I don't even know I'm going to do this. And then like at my job, I'm creating this new program. I got hired as a community justice and equity coordinator at, at Black United Fund. And oh, no. thank you. Thank you so much. And it's, but I'm like creating it from scratch with with I know what they gave the grant for, like for my position. So I know like the parameters of what I could be working within, but it's just on me. You know what I mean? Like I and I so what happened was I had my 30 day meeting uh with the CEO, Dr. A. Shout out to Dr. A. Hey Dr. And, uh, a. and um and I, I put it out there and I had like six ideas that I really liked. And this is her job is to weed through, all right, what's cool? And eh, that, that ain't really it. Yeah. So it came down to like, out of the six ideas, she was like, eh, these two are cool. And the other ones, eh, I don't really. And it's like, all right, cool. And I need that clarity. I need that feedback. But also, I was like, damn, bro. I, I spent a lot of time <laughs> on this for the whole month. Oh, my like, God. Two out of six? Ooh, like, man, yeah. she going Oh, she's gonna love this. She's gonna yeah, love this. I, I, thought, I, I thought I was about to knock it out the park, and I was just like, like easy, easy money. Ah, I was like, man. So, I, all right. So, them other ones, I can't even dang. So, now I got to refocus. And that that refocus for me, it I, I was out of it. I couldn't do it. And that whole week, I was just feeling down. Uh, and, like you said, the highs and the lows of entrepreneurship. Yeah. Like, you have these wins, you have these, you hit these milestones, but then there's a new level. For you, the new level was the, the request for a pr- proposal with the big yep. corporation. Me is with these county organizations. But it's like you 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 do all these things. You have all these roles that you play. But then you got to learn something new and do something great. 
but people they see that you you know you've made some type of success and they think oh man you got it going bro like no oh, i God. am struggling right like, now. no this is really this is really trash yeah <laughs> like, yeah y'all just don't know and then well well let me ask a question how did you push through and teach the class how did that go that night so i tweeted that on a tuesday i believe i woke up wednesday I just felt better. That's it. I just felt yeah. better. It was just that day I felt like trash and mentally Dang. like my my brain was fried and my my energy was low. Um everything like I just could not I couldn't even hold a positive good thought. Like I couldn't keep the vibrations up. My vibe was just low. Right? And and it's so, so one of the things I, you know, in in advance of us talking, you know, me doing my research, and I read a few articles because I'm reading and, uh, what I think you about to share, <laughs> and I'm word. like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so going to that Inc. article, it says, um, you know, you can get up, get into startup mode, and when you push push yourself, uh, I'm sorry, you you get into startup mode where you push yourself and abuse your body. So for me, I go 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 go. I go to work. And I will work at eight. And I don't mind working when it, when it, as long as it aligns with my values. So me yeah. working eight hours, I don't take a lunch break. And so I don't take breaks. I just work. You just push through. Work, yeah. push through, having calls, meetings, talking to my son because I'm like homeschooling him. But he's at, he's at home. So I'm at work. So I'm like FaceTiming him. So I'm just doing all the things yep. from nine to four. And then I come home. And then I, I work on my business and I, I retool my, you know, my classes and all that. So it's just like I work from nine to like midnight, one in the morning, Monday through Friday. And I don't sleep much on the weekend either. I, I, I don't get enough sleep. So I go, go, go. And then I go to the point of burnout so much so that either it'll be one day where I come home and I just go to bed at like six o'clock and don't wake up to the next morning. Or it'll be like a day sleep where my brain is just, I can't function. I can't do anything. And I'm just sitting there stuck. I'm worthless. You know what I mean? I don't know. How, how does that work out for you when you, you know, when you get to that burn? I'm over here. I'm like, wait, so how does this work in marriage? Like, I'm over here thinking like, how do you, because I know your wife is busy, right? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, kids, mm-hmm. like, how do y'all, this is not what the pod is about, but I'm over here. Like, how does that work with like, relationship like with with your wife like yeah uh, time. It well, has, friends, and the kid well no like and what I'm saying is like the work the exhaustion mm-hmm. the kids trying to also balance being a husband mm-hmm. like it's a lot like oh, I can't how do you how do you how do you juggle that uh you just you just do it you just deal with it so it'll be some days some you know like some days i just don't see the family much we i mean we all in the house some days my son will come to school with me sometimes he don't um with the wife like she's she's handling her business she's um taking care of the kids taking care of the baby of course right taking taking elijah to football practice taking riley picking up riley from school i take riley to school she'll pick her up um and then she'll take her to gymnastics on wednesday nights come home cook like it's just a it's just a constant thing where it's like you don't 
there is no like that. Y'all in the flow. Yeah, it's just it's just in the flow. And and after you and we've been married for ten years now, right? So so it's it's not like oh quality time. Yeah, it ain't it ain't like that. Once you, it's just like it's it's just life, you know. But that time is important. It is. It is important. But also, like, like y'all got goals right now. We got like, goals. Got yeah, we yep. we got goals, and so you you balance it. So, um, sorry, I didn't mean to throw it off. No, but I just, no, because I, I'm <laughs> I'm a people person. Like, yeah. I'm always, <laughs> no, but, I'm but you know, I I come home, person. you know, and and uh, if if my kids are home, then you know, especially my daughter, she want to play. She want to play games. Yep. She play. She want to play goldfish. Yep. She wanna play ID Clear War. She wanna play Connect Four. She wanna wrestle with me. You know what I mean? Baby boy. Yep. You know, I got it, gotta hold the baby. Let him drool on me real quick. You know what I mean? Change his diaper. Um, which means you gotta work until nine or one or whatever time you work at night because after you, you know, are 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 doing the, the task of dad and mm-hmm, husband, like, mm-hmm. yeah, but you still got like <laughs> business. Yeah, so it's like, so basically this this is what it is. So I, I get home. <clears throat> around like 4 30 right and so yeah. if they're out and about at pr- like doing the practice and all the practices then they get home around seven mm-hmm. and so um i do my dad thing from seven to eight thirty nine o'clock ish seven seven eight thirty dad mode eight thirty to nine thirty ten o'clock husband mode ten o'clock to whenever work and that's and that's <laughs> my life right but yeah. I don't like I'm not mad at that. Like I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah, however, yeah, yeah. however, my body, me psychologically, I'm cool with that. Physically, my body is like, Mm-mm. <laughs> like we not we not doing this. Right. And so my, my body was just shut down and I will not be able to function at my highest level at certain times. My body is just like, no. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's the difference um, because like, yeah, I got my day job still. Um, that I really need to quit, but I'm waiting. Um, and good. you know, I've got Gigi. That's what we call Go Girl Ride for short. Word. And I just restarted TV Picks, which is I've been a photographer for a long time, y'all. Mm. Um, and I'm starting that though as like an agency, and so it's a lot. But the difference is, I'm just me. I'm yeah. like. <laughs> I fit the literally. It's so sad. I was like, oh Lord, I'm the statistic. I am the single black female millennial woman in every sense of the way. Like I'm 36. I don't have kids. I'm just now coming around to the idea of like, okay, a relationship would be cool. But also like, how do I fit all of this in? Because I do operate at a really high level. Mm-hmm. I think the difference though, and, and I just started implementing it back into my schedule is waking up early Mm -hmm. um, to go to the gym because Mm -hmm. I do be like just talking to other like really I'll show you I know you read them too you see the successful entrepreneurs they're like you got to keep a schedule Mm -hmm. you got to wake up early you got to have something for you so I was like all right I'm gonna just make going to the gym early in the morning my thing and um, it really does give me the energy but then like I just go like I I literally even from this like right before we hopped on this I was doing day job stuff and that's really, really stressful right now. And like my mind, it just, it doesn't stop working, but I guess I have this space a little bit more. Cause I don't have, I got nieces and nephews who are like my babies, but yeah. like those yeah. not, I'm not responsible for them. I, I, I am my responsibility. However, what I would say 
I, that's what I think, um, or that's what I say, but that's not really how I feel because I think also a part of this like mental and physical exhaustion is knowing what I'm working on. And I think about like, I stress, you talk about insurance, like in my head now, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be responsible for a lot of people and how they feed their families and, you know, how they pay their rent and how they, like, I, I carry all of that weight and I carry the weight. I feel myself stepping really into like a, a matriarch type position because mm, mm-hmm. I'm like, I am like, it is my heart's desire. I could cry. I want to retire my parents. Like I want to make sure my siblings are straight. And I know people will be like, well, did nobody ask you to do that? Nah, but that's in my heart. So like taking care of people, that's just my love language. But then also knowing what I'm building, like that's what pushes me and keeps Mm -hmm. me going with the company with Go Girl Ride because I'm like, no, I I know. Like I hear what people say this is going to be, but like even if they didn't say it, like I know. Right. But it's like, it's really, really, really stressful and it keeps me up <laughs> at night. So sometimes my quality of sleep, is not, it's not good. Yeah. And then I get to that place where you were saying, where you are just like, I'm just, you just, you can't move. Like, it's really, uh, yeah, <laughs> you're just immobile, honestly. It's and tough. It's really tough. Um, but then something happens where... I don't know how, but I just go like, I'm like, all right, you got girl, you got to snap out of it. So I relate to you when you're like, nope, I just woke up the next day and I was good. Like I was ready to go. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. The, the calling is like inside, right? Oh <laughs> like, yeah, not definitely. Trying no deep, not trying to be on no deep church stuff, but like, it's uh-huh. real. It's like, it's, yeah, it, it just, that's, it, it just, it pushes. No, it does. Like, but it's it, hard, bro. It's so hard. <laughs> it is. It is emotionally, physically. Like, we got to, we really got to take care of ourselves. I know I got to eat better. I got to get back on my working out. You know, I, I tore my Achilles back in July. And so I haven't been able to work out like I normally do. So that's, so that, that's like a, another thing, another stressor of like, normally that is my stress relief. I, I will go to, I have, I had to cancel my LA fitness uh, membership because like, I can't even use it. Yeah. It was that combination of that and like just walking my dog, like, me walking my dog for 30, 45 minutes was my self-care, right? So that's just like, that's kind of been taken away. I'm I'm, I'm walking a little bit better. I, I got my boot off. I'm not on crutches anymore, but I'm still doing physical therapy, working back to that state. But it's it's tough. It's, it's been a really, it's been a lot of transitions. Um, mm-hmm. So dealing with that. But Trinell, I want to talk about the emotional side of it, because that's sure. basically what, what, what we're getting at. Yeah. Um, and the 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 interpersonal side okay of because I'm I'm a serial entrepreneur right like I've been I've been an entrepreneur since the age of 19 um and one of the things that it almost broke me like I I've already I've always known that I was going to do great things that it's something been inside me to do something great and make yeah. a huge impact not on me but on my similar to you like on my my family like leave a legacy I've always known that literally from like the age of six or seven I've, I've known that mm-hmm. right but I, when I was coming up I thought it was going to be in music and so you know back in the day you know me and Speedy uh yeah. M- Marcel Deshaun Juma we started standout records it was me, me and Speedy as the co-CEOs and then Marcel 
Juma and Deshaun was first infantry rap group, right? So um Shout out I just, to everybody, man. Everybody all, 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 all of my guys is doing great. All of my guys is doing great. Yeah, man. Y'all go support PDX Eats. Yeah, man. <laughs> everybody eats, bro. Like everybody Marcel. eats. My bad. I was yeah. thinking of the everybody eats PDX. I was everybody eats PDX. Instagram, yeah. Instagram Mar- yeah. Marcel is doing his thing. So proud of him, um, man. Jimmy. Him and Johnny. Uh, Speedy is doing his thing at, at Legacy, and he's yes. doing some stuff on the side with his with his video production. And we're Reese um, and them babies. Oh, come on, man! Come on, man! I love it, bro! I love it. Deshaun, the bearded chef, Juma doing his thing at the Reels. So yes. Like, like everybody's like, it's, it was an amazing group, but we were just young and immature. Yeah. And so, basically, standout man, we we started with a bang and we crashed. But the biggest part that really messed me up, and it took me a good four or five years to get over that mm-hmm. because in the process of the business failing um you know i fr- friendships were lost right uh not 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 to say that we're not cool now but yeah, it's 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 never it's not the same um me and speedy was best friends still my guy still my brother but it's just it's not the same right and so um it really set me back and it was really hard for me to, to just get up and just want to go into business again. Um, just because of the sting of, yeah, I had a great time and we had a great experience and I learned a lot, but what I lost in the process of that business, you know, I never thought I would lose that. I never thought I would feel that way. You know, um, mm-hmm. I don't know what, you would like to or what you could share about that part of the business working with people that you love people that you like yeah dearly and then stuff happens and then it's just like man how do you how do you work through that um that's a that's a why you asked me that too fresh like, too fresh because it's it's current it's okay. actually it's current yeah. um i'm learning how to navigate through it to be mm-hmm. honest with you mm-hmm. um and it's, it's really tough because I've, over the past, I'll, I'll tell you what, over the past couple weeks, I've been like looking at myself internally sideways, like, mm-hmm. Chanel, you cold-blooded. Like, mm-hmm. how are you able, how are you able to like, just move? I don't know if move on is the right word, but like, how is this not what is making me go like because these are relationships like that that are forever right like that you are that you thought would just be there forever (laughs) and then all of a sudden you know whatever transpires it transpires and it's not the same no more and I'm questioning like am I numb like like I'm, I'm really what when it comes to relationship parts of that some of them, I'm like, okay, I guess my, I don't know if, if what's changed. I'm, I'm, I am questioning and really trying to figure out like what's changed in me yeah. that's made me move on. Mm. Um, and then there are others where we've parted and it's an understanding and we good. Yeah. Kind of like, I think it would be the equivalent of what you say you and uh, Speedy, how yeah. you and Speedy are. Mm-hmm. it would be like that and we talk about it like we can literally talk about it mm-hmm. um but those people 
they're also on their own, like they're on their direct journey as well. So mm-hmm. like, I think, I think they understand that it's like, it's just like, it's a timing thing. Um, but like internally, um, I mean, that keep me up at night sometimes. Yeah. I'm not going to hold you and I'm, and I'm still trying to process it. And I'm still trying to, I'm actively trying to figure out <laughs> how, how do I move through that space without completely closing off? I find myself now how I move on mm-hmm. and how I'm, how I'm doing it, period. I'm closed off. Mm. I'm closed off because I, I'm not interested in the, in the like mental energy that it takes um to deal with that and I, I don't have the capacity for it I literally I don't yeah. because it's too much it's too much and I think it goes back to like you know like your call is real great yeah and it costs something right like what yeah. they say that oil costs <laughs> yeah. but it's real um it it, it it costs something and mm. I just never imagined it costing like the sacrifices is it's it, it, it there are sacrifices yeah and i just never imagine like the sacrifices that i'm having to make you know but i, like, but I get it i see it and yeah. i'm willing to sacrifice i think i'm gonna say this and this, this will probably resonate with you but yeah i think like if you an entrepreneur like 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 we are in our heart um people like the way that we move with people is not personal, right? Yeah. Like, all right, I'll, I'll speak for myself. So the way that I move with people is not. All right, that was a real point. shaky. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Hold on, let me, let me, let me go make ahead, it. Go ahead. <laughs> so the way that I move with people right now, it's not personal because I serve my mission. I'm all about my mission, and so if you don't fit in that mission or if you don't like um you know the the way that my mission is going and how that affects how how it makes you feel Mm -hmm. like i love you and i care about you but as it pertains to my mission like my mission doesn't care so i'm carrying out that mission so it's almost like i don't care about you but i i do care but like no i'm on mission like I'm going somewhere and I'm doing something. Yeah. And this is like for me, I'm doing the work on my ancestors. So let's talk about it. <laughs> because what what that's what pushes me. My auntie Janan, so so Creole, <laughs> that name Janan. <laughs> but my my dad's people, they from New Orleans. Um, but she was a very successful, very successful businesswoman. And I'm learning more and more about her. Mm-hmm. Like I really, she'd be talking to me like in my dreams and, mm. and no, I'm serious. Um, yeah. and when my, my dad and my, um, my favorite uncle, <laughs> his brother, uh, he, he tells me about her and they tell me about my grandmother who I never got to meet, mm-hmm. but like, and my, and my great, my grandma, my great grandmother, mm-hmm. um, very esteemed, just businesswomen just doing their thing. But like hearing about their love for people and stuff, I really feel like, and and also my mother, um, I genuinely feel like I'm just, it's not, it's not like 
it's not about me. I think that's, I think, so I think that I had to come to that realization a couple of weeks ago. Actually, yeah, and still, it's not about me. Like, Go Girl Ride <laughs> and, and my mission of safety um, and access, really, Go Girl Ride is a platform that I'm using to bring access and resources to us, to our, to my people like mm-hmm. that, that really is it. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to let anyone or anything get in the way of that, including myself. Yep. And so my, I'm an incredibly, incredibly loyal person to a fault. And I've learned that about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I've observed that how I let those things just kind of, yeah. Anyway, I'm not willing to let anyone, anything or myself get in the way of, of the mission because we ain't going to be here forever. Like it's not the next second is not promised to us. Mm -hmm. So I need what I I, like my time right now. It's real important to me because when I'm building, I need somebody to be able to carry if I, for whatever reason, even if I leave the company, like, but like, I know what it's going to do because it's been spoken. Like, I know what it's going to do and I see it and I see the reach already without us even being launched. Mm. So like, (laughs) imagine once, you know, the big funding and all that stuff comes and it's coming soon. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. So I'm trying to like, make sure, like literally get your house in order Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and make sure that I can, and make sure I can handle it. So I think when I start talking about that, that actually, um, helps me push it. Yeah. I feel better now. (laughs) Even I was just thinking about it a couple of minutes ago. I think that is what what pushes me, but when I don't think about that and when I'm just sitting in the feelings, like it's just hard, but I have to start thinking about the mission and I have to stop. Like, I I'm like, Chanel, stop it. Like, stop being selfish. Like, <laughs> so it's very much, yes, you got to do a lot of self-reflecting and stuff, but like, also like, cause this ain't about me. Mm-mm. It's not Mm-mm. like, I got, I got, I got, I got stuff that <laughs> I'm simply the so, like I'm simply a resource for a bunch of resources to come through. I think that's how I look at it. And that really is what pushes me. I think people say that, but like, I really mean it. And so it gets dark though. It gets dark. It gets heavy because it's really lonely as well. Um, yeah. I'm like, I, and, and it, and it requires, and it's not just the sacrifice of me but it's the sacrifice, like your family has to sacrifice for you. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like that's where I think I get real sad because, you know, like, I feel like sometimes I'm missing out on, I'm missing out on moments (laughs) that Mm -hmm. I should be there, but it's like, no, I got to get this stuff done. And that, so that's not just me sacrificing time, but that's like my loved ones sacrificing the time too. But they're also the ones who actually are like, no, you got to stay focused because you got to do this because, you know, again, like, Trinell, this is it. Like, this this is that thing. So yeah. whatever we got to do to help you, that's what we're going to do to help you. Like, my, my real core support sure. system. Yeah. So Man, it's hard. It's so hard. It's like, it's hard. That's all I got. <laughs> it, it is hard. So it's it's like this, uh, it's, it's like a, an obsession that we have, right? So in in the article, it said, business owners are vulnerable to the dark side of obsession. And um, it says that 
with founders for a study um, about entrepreneurial passion on the study of entrepreneurial passion, researchers found that many subjects displayed signs of clinical obsession, including strong feelings of distress and anxiety, which had the potential to lead to impaired functioning. So I think like that's what we run into. Like our, yeah. I know for me, like my my brain, I just couldn't process information. And but we do have this obsession with our goal, with our mission. Um, and so our obsession, hope you know, it will eventually lead to some highly constructive things. Absolutely. But the process of getting to that level of this, you know, producing all of these great things, it we're we're opening ourselves up to depression and anxiety Mm -hmm. so that's why i'm going to call this episode entrepreneurs anonymous because it's like where do the entrepreneurs go to talk about their problems to their issues because only only folks that have this similar type of hypermaniacal drive to create these these businesses but really your, your your business like you said is like the true entrepreneur doesn't do it for money not at all like we are trying to solve problems we are trying to make this world a better place and we are and we're trying to leave a legacy for our family yep and so when we do business is it's business but it's it's also emotional incredibly incredibly i i just want to see i want to see my people eat like i just want to see them eat well Mm -hmm. and i want to see them sleep like and not worry like that's it it really mm. goes back to that hierarchy of needs if we're being mm. like for me it really it really does um but from like a a, a fair a fair place but yeah but it, it does it gets depressing and what what gets depressing for me is my it's addictive like they say mm-hmm. you gotta be it's addictive entrepreneurship it's really addictive yeah. um so i'm at like yeah, I'm waiting on Go Girl Ride to launch, but I already got like other businesses mm. in, in renewable energy, like mm. Mm. literally signed up <laughs> and I, I'm not going to do it. I don't think, <laughs> but I didn't enroll in like, I didn't sign up to take some classes for like engineering because <laughs> now, you know, we're going to launch all EV and stuff mm-hmm. like that, all electric vehicles. But now I'm like, okay, I'm starting to read up on it. And I'm curious about like the batteries and all of that stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm just seeing where I want to go. And I got so many ideas. And so, but I get depressed because when I start, what, what makes me depressed sometimes, um, is not having the resources Mm -hmm. to like do what I know is needed, what can work, what can help people. Yep. And trying to figure out, okay, how do I get get there? How do I how do I get that? Yeah, no, and that's that's where I was at at the end of that meeting with Doctor A. I was like, dang, I can't do all this. Damn, like I know, like we need, like we need all of this yesterday. Like, how? Yeah. I all right, so I just got to focus on this. Okay, but that's a good thing though. Like focusing and dominating in that in whatever particular area, and just making sure that is fully refined and then yeah. once it's refined and it's on autopilot and then you can just pass it off to somebody else yeah. and then you got that rolling and now you start building 
the you other thing. The thing. Yeah. 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 But you can't, but what they don't talk about and, and, um, you know, in, in the article, like it's dark and, and it's suicidal too. Yeah, it is. Like I, if I'm being honest with you, um, mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, you know, you feel like you can feel like a failure. You can just feel yes. like this isn't, this isn't working. And it's not having those dark thoughts because of, I think because of the failure, but like, because like, it's too much. Like my brain, it, it doesn't, it doesn't stop thinking like mm-hmm. about ways to change things in, in just it's it's overwhelming I think that's what it is like all of those ideas and stuff it can actually be really overwhelming (laughs) especially when you're like deep into you know owning a business and running a business and you know what it takes to do Mm -hmm. all of that and -hmm. then you start thinking about everything it's just it becomes it becomes too much so it becomes depressing I totally understand how it can become suicidal Mm -hmm. um I can't do that but I understand why people do I, yeah, because they don't they don't tell you, but like everybody that's super successful, um, it's it's easy once you're successful, if that makes sense. But like the hardest part is getting there, like everybody. And it's the reason why so many people start businesses and most businesses fail yeah. within five to seven years. Like it is hard to get to that level of success. And then you're just doing talk shows and you're just talking about your company and your or your yeah. product or whatever. And it's just rolling. But like that, that groundwork, the first yeah. four or five years, that is hard work. And it's like you either make it or you like crash and burn because there is no mid level, you know, entrepreneur. It's like you either you made it or you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but see, bro, I think I don't I would challenge that. OK. Cause I know a lot of real successful people mm-hmm. who are the most miserable people I've ever met in my life. Really? Yes. And I grew up like, so like I was saying with my dad in the Navy, you know, I've lived in very, not rich, like wealthy, wealthy places, like money known. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've also lived like, you know, we would travel to, you know, places where it was, you know, poverty. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of really successful people, they seem really lonely to me um, because they're like closed off. Either they're so addicted to, I guess that's the difference though. Like what is your intentions for what you're doing? Facts. But like, they're so addicted to, to the money or to getting money or they're just so, they, they're so like, they got tunnel vision mm-hmm. that they're like delusional to everything else, like to the real mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. And they lack a lot of like interpersonal, like just skills and stuff like that. And they're depressed. Like money, it's not everything. Our, our, um, I've seen it. Like just because you got money, that don't mean that you're not going to have challenges with, you know, yourself, with your family. Like life is still going to happen. My biggest fear for like when I'm on like that, when I'm very successful, is because I can see it happening now. I do close myself off to people mm. because I can't take in everybody' energy. Because when I take in everybody energy, that's what actually stunts. Like, that's what causes me to just, it's overwhelming for me. Mm. Um, and I think that people always say they're empath, but like legit, like for real, I, I really am. And then also there's like the spiritual side of it where there's like, you just start 
discerning stuff and you just see stuff it's too much so I can even see myself now like I've really you know um yeah I've kind of separated myself because you kind of have to 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 focus right like to get your work done but I'm nervous about that like I don't I when I'm on like that when I'm real successful like I don't want to have to be so closed off but I'm starting to understand why people close themselves off even with because it's always like I said it's the perception of success but people don't actually know like what it takes to operate in that, in that level. So I don't know that when, you know, we're, when our, our companies are like solid, both of us, I don't know that we're going to be totally like content. Mm, you're right though. <laughs> I, I mean, we don't, we, I, we I don't know what's don't on know. the other I side. Don't, I don't know what's on the yeah. other side. Yeah. I do know that I'm aware of this though. So like I do try to do a lot of work around it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do have like real solid connect. Like my my circle is like airtight. I will say that. I know who's for me. Like I I, I know those things, which right. I'm grateful for. Like I'm grateful that this stuff is starting to happen at 36. But mm-hmm. I don't know, bro. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I'm I'm hopeful that like once everything is established and I got this thing on autopilot for not autopilot, but you know, it's more automated and I can uh delegate tasks and uh, you know, got, got employees or maybe not even a lot, but just at least a few people, Yeah. you know, um, then it's like, all right, I'm free to really dive in. Cause like, honestly, what I miss most about this point where I'm like marketing and creating mm-hmm. uh, business, creating programs. And it's just like, uh, I miss reading. Like I used to, I used to, before I started my job, like I used to read two hours a day and it's like, it's so hard for me to read more than like 30, 45 minutes without like, I know I got to do this. I know I got to do that. I know I really need to take this meeting or I need to reach out to this person. And it's, you know, so it's certain things that I missed that, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to getting back to I'll be buying books. I got so many. I started the book that you said read, and I think I um I had messaged you. I was like, "Yo, this is oh, crazy." Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh biology of um of belief of belief. Yep. I'm only like a couple chapters in, and it's solid. But that was like what three months ago. Like I don't <laughs> have time to read, you. and I need to. And I'm trying to like <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to make time for that stuff. But mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. I just, I think because my, my vision is so big, Mm -hmm. I don't know that I'm ever going to get to that place of contentment because I'm just going to want to, I I fear that I'm going to want to keep going. Mm. If that makes sense. Like keep keep building and keep creating. Cause I'm not thinking about me. I'm thinking Mm. about what I know everything that I'm working on can do for, for, for us. Well, I want to I want to encourage you to think about yourself because um, you are the conduit. So you got to like we have to take care of. Them. That's one thing I know, I realized like last week I got to take care of. Them. I got to eat better. I have to yeah. get rest. I have to do all the things. Drink the only the thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good on the water. I've been yeah. I've been hydrating this year. That's one thing I've been dedicating myself to to drink at least 64 ounces of water per day. Um, and that's just a start. I want to go higher. But, you know. But other than that, like other ever, ever since I hurt myself in July, I was like, man, I've been kind of falling off on my routines and just doing everything. I like meditate and meditate every day, yeah. you know, so um, but but we have to take care of ourselves. Like mm-hmm. there's there's no way around it. 
um, because health health is the ultimate wealth. And if we're not healthy mentally and physically, we can't even do the work and carry out the mission that we've that we've been given. So that's first things first, for sure. I agree. And 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 making that time, man, like yeah. for real. That's why I'm like, I'm trying to work smarter. So mm-hmm. even with me, rest- <laughs> it's funny. I'm like, I need more time. Let me go start another business. But I think... <laughs> But that the intention behind that is to make time so that because that's going to just be passive income for me Mm -hmm. um, so that I can actually just focus on the business. And I want to also acknowledge that, too. I mean, I'm not saying that they ain't got their own stuff going on, but like doing this is really hard as a black person. Like, Oh, oh, for sure. Because when you add black to the to the mix, like Mm -hmm. that's a whole other a whole other dynamic there mm-hmm. and I, I'm I'm trying to create this like I've had to honestly so when you ask how I get through I've closed I have I closed myself off mm-hmm. I um I try to stay aware and I try to stay up to date on like current events but like not let it overtake me oh, um because because no because that it was for a minute like it really was I was like it was just, it was, it was too much. So like, really I have, I've closed myself off. And I think that's my, me like protecting myself, like being unaware that I'm protecting myself, mm-hmm. but really making that time to, it's a good reminder, making that time to breathe. And I think having these conversations, like who do we decompress to? And what I find when I usually, when I talk to other business owners and entrepreneurs, um, I'm surprised we haven't, um, it usually just turns into like a business meeting. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, we're supposed to be here just, you know, unwinding and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And then we just start talking about business and, and it just, and it's like, yo, when do we shut down? Right. Um, and therapy. Like I did have, I will say I did have a therapist, but I fired her. <laughs> hey, I just gave her the boot. She, she canceled two appointments and I don't play oh, about that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what you mean you canceling? Right. Which is probably says something more about me that I fired her, but. Nah, um, I mean, that's not cool, to be honest. Like, you No, need- but life happens, but she got her own life. She got her own situation, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, I, I think I turned to, I was turning to therapy, um, edibles was my friend for a minute <laughs> i'm not gonna lie like no mad no mad i'm not because like the anxiety like i know for the sure. article talked about the anxiety like mm-hmm. i don't stop moving i've noticed that about myself and mm-hmm. and i wasn't aware until a friend told me she was like trinelle stop i was like what do you mean and my brother he pointed it out he's like trinelle anytime there's like silence you fidget like i literally have like my medicine ball right here or i'm like always moving i just i don't stop and I'm trying to find a balance. So like, yeah. maybe y'all listening, like got some suggestions on, on what you do to, to relax mm-hmm. <laughs> and to unwind and to, I don't know, just make time. You know, you know, one thing, like when you asked me about like, how do I balance with the, with, with my wife? Um, it's just one of those things that I've come to the conclusion of uh as a as a husband as a father there is no balance hey there it just it just doesn't exist and i don't know anybody i feel like anybody said that they got a balance it's like you don't it's you have times of a lot of time with the family you have times where 
you got to work and you got to make stuff happen. And you, you, a busy week is a busy week, right? Like the only balance that you can potentially find is just in, intentionally carving out time to spend with your family. And then you go, you go back to work and you work hard. And anybody that's working hard and building a business, you're not going to have time to, to sit at home and do the stuff that we've seen Bill Huxtable do. Like we yeah. can't, we can't do that. It's no. just, it's not realistic. And so, yeah, it, it ain't, it ain't no balance, but, but what it is, is just being intentional about how you spend your time and making sure that you take care of yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and that's, that's, like, that's my worldview. <laughs> yeah. And, and I do see, um, uh, what you put the psychiatrist Michael Freeman where mm -hmm. he said complicated matters new entrepreneurs often make themselves less resilient by neglecting their health mm -hmm. they eat too much or too little they don't get enough sleep they fail to exercise mm -hmm. you can get to a startup mode where you push yourself and abuse your body yeah. that can trigger uh move vulnerability yeah. I definitely have experienced that on both ends I mm -hmm. would say mm -hmm. and so I appreciate what you're saying about like nah you just you got to make the time mm -hmm. like it don't let up but you got to just like carve that time in for that and so that's what I can say I'm, I'm actively figuring out right now is is a schedule that's like on go because you yeah. know everybody's like Chanel my people you need to just Chanel relax I'm like I can't relax like <laughs> I, I appreciate what my mentor said though um one of my mentors she's amazing she was like you can you can rest she said but not for too long like because yeah. you don't want to, you don't want to, and I think that's when I had that depression spell just with everything, just mm -hmm. kind of how you were numb, like you couldn't mm -hmm. do nothing, mm -hmm. that you you can't sit in that, because then no. like, I, I just can't, and that's my, uh, I don't know, man, that's my fear of just like, sitting there and not, not moving, and For just sure. like, getting comfortable with that, but I don't think I'll ever, I don't think I'll ever, I don't think that'll happen to me, because you know, I'm a little delusional. Like you gotta be. <laughs> yeah, you have to be, and it's and it's okay. Yeah, it's it's okay. Like we're gonna you we're gonna utilize that energy for good, right? Absolutely. So, so as we as we wrap up here, Trinell, um yeah. after we've scared everybody from who's not an <laughs> entrepreneur from becoming an entrepreneur, what is one thing encouraging <laughs> thing that you can tell uh, current entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs about your journey? Why? do we keep on going? Why is it worth it? Because I love it here. <laughs> In spite of everything I just right. said, I yeah. love it here. Mm -hmm. um, uh, what could I say? What I will say to non-entrepreneurs, I got a whole different set of advice. Don't <laughs> let, well, I don't know if you would be inspired to start a business listening to this episode, yeah. but I feel like there's a lot of, um, there is a lot of pressure to go and be entrepreneurs and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think that we, as black people, we need to pursue it like way more yeah. um, for sure. But also like, I would say, uh, have grace for yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you're trying to, you're trying to figure this out and um, there's like mad hurdles and challenges and obstacles that that you have. And the best advice that I got um, from my homegirl, Lindsay, was, you know, even if you're exhausted, even if you feel like you can't like just do one thing, 
Like, I remember she said it. She said, Chanel, I don't care if you just, you draft one email, you send one email a day. Guess what? At the end of the week, when you look at what you've done, you'll have something to show for it. Mm -hmm. So that's like the best advice that I, one of some of the best advice that I've been given that really got me going was to just like, just go to just do Mm -hmm. (laughs) and make sure that you have something to show for it. Like real talk. And even to aspiring business owners and aspiring entrepreneurs, um, the hardest part about this life and this, this, this journey is like, it's literally just starting it. Like to me, that's, that, that really is, that's the hardest part. Mm -hmm. Um, because I could have been like, oh my God. And I was honestly, Um, like I'm just, I'm one person, like (laughs) I'm not in the tech space and how, and you know, and then like all of that doubt and stuff, like, well, how dare you think that you can get into a space like the the tech space really, Trinell? But like, I kid you not, like, and I say it all the time, man, if if it's in your heart and I will say, if it's not selfish, if like, it's a passion that you have, I'm not talking to people who just, I don't care about people who want like material things, but like, if you got something that, you know, is not just for you, but that it's for the betterment of, of your people, whoever your people are, and that can really bring change. Like the hardest part is just starting it literally. That's like, to me, that's, that's the hardest part because when you're called to do it and when it's real, it's going to, it's going to come to you. Now it's hard and there are challenges and you will want to quit. You just listen to this whole episode. I hope But like, you just got to stay at it and you just have to stay consistent. I would say consistency um, also is, is key because it, it just, it works out that way. It just, it really does just work out. Yeah. If you you have, if you have consistency, if you have those good habits, um, I mean, whatever, whatever habits you have, if it's destructive, it's going to destroy you. If it's constructive, it's going to build you up. That's good. That's that's real good. That's I'm it. Gonna share that with the people at my day job. There you go. There you go. You, you know, I got I got quotes. I can I can pop out some quotes every day. You know Man, I mean? listen. <laughs> what about you though? What would you say? Um, I would say to to aspiring entrepreneurs, um, kind of echo your your sentiments. Like <clears throat> the hardest part is just starting, but as long as you do it and and you create a plan and you commit, like. I always talk about what with my podcast, you know, I was committed to do one episode a year or one episode a week for a year, regardless yes. of the outcome. And then I was going to review how well I did at the end of the year, not every week, not all of my numbers. So it's just like, that's just, that's me. I, I know that I had to commit to something. So you got to know how you operate. And if you started and stopped and started and stopped, you got to come to that point where, all right, I'm going to commit to do this for this amount of time. And then I'll see where I'm at after you don't want to, you don't want to micromanage and and overanalyze stuff in the process of you being very brand new and green in whatever space you're in, because whenever you start, it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be great. And wherever you want to be, you're not going to be there within the first three to six months, nine, maybe even 12 months. You're not going to be there. Right. I'm literally for what I say, four years in four years. Four yeah. years I've been working on talking about GG two active years. Mm-hmm. And I'm just now like, okay. This but it but it'd be like that. Like our, our yeah. journey started at a similar time. Like I uh I started the pod in, in 2017. 
it'll be five years, you know, in, in, in the springtime. Right. But in this process, like I'm finally where I wanted to be, where yeah. I never, I didn't want to make money off the podcast, but I wanted the podcast to put me in whatever space I knew where I was supposed to go. And it's, it's led me to this old professional development, racism yeah. and, and equity training. That's exactly, I've been talking about this. This is my lane. And so now that I'm making money in this area and now I have a job that like complements it, everything is working together. And right. your pod is different, like when they're like, "Oh, you you now have a reference, like you got you got a reference track." It's a it's a, it's a living business card. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. So it's, and it's I'm a, the opposite of that because hmm. with my pod that I used to have, mm-hmm. and I still have one, just checking in with Chanel, but I haven't updated it since maybe early this year, and it's like one episode. I deleted all of my old episodes on my old pod, but it's a difference. I think we started the pods at the same time. More time, yeah. And where you were consistent, I mean, I went through some changes, but like every now I look back and I'm like, dang, if only I would have stuck to that. You're on like episode what? One, this, I think this is 178 right here. You're on episode 178 with your consistency. I'm on like episode, well, like 18. <laughs> mm. Feel me? Consistency, but, y'all. But it's so, it, but it's, it's different though, like, I that was my thing. And I yeah. know that I, I had to do that, like, because yeah. if I wouldn't have been consistent. I wouldn't because I didn't believe in myself. Like I needed I needed to believe that I could be great outside of the organization that I was with. Yes. You know, in, in the in the sales environment that I was in. Super competitive, but it was also like, you know, they're, they're doing a lot of marketing. So honestly, I feel like it wasn't that hard, I, but I, I did good at it because it came easy to me. But I needed to prove to myself. And honestly, part of my motivation is proving to these folks that was talking to me crazy and thinking that I needed them just because, oh, well, you can't make this type of money anywhere else. So, you know, they're going to talk to me crazy. But I'm like, nah, bro, I'm I'm bigger and I'm better than this. And I don't care what y'all think y'all set. Y'all got me set up. And this the only reason why I'm thriving is because you guys have a good marketing. No, nah, I can do this mm-hmm. way better, you know, and do whatever I want right. way better than what y'all got. So it was like, I have to do something. I got to prove to myself that I could be consistent. Because once again, serial entrepreneur, I've had businesses that started and failed. And I'm like, no, I'm not stopping this time. Yep. That's and that's it. it. Consistency, y'all. That's, that's, that's the, be consistent. Be consistent. And then after you're consistent, and then you're at this point. <laughs> that you can. That part. And yeah. then, and then through, through your consistency, when you build those habits and then consistency is just like, a habit is not something that you even have to think about. It's no psychological nothing. It's just like it's going to happen. Your body, your mind is going to work just like that. Now, enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> because because yeah. this is this this is the stage where like when we get to our mountaintop and like we get to the top of our respective industries mm-hmm. and we got things rolling and we don't have to work so hard like around the clock. We're not working. Um, you know, 16 hours a day. It's like more like four or five, six hours a day. Right. And, and we're looking back like, man, that was fun though. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I will say that. And I know we're coming to a close. We so black. (laughs) We so black. I know we come into a close, but I will say, and I have actively said that to some friends, I just want to enjoy the moment too. So don't mm-hmm. let the, the, the heaviness of, of this episode, there's also real, like there is, I do try to make myself enjoy the moments. 
like, especially like me and it's like public and stuff. I, I also want to like enjoy this solitude because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not, I might not have it like that all the time in the future. Oh, I'm gonna make the time. So I'm moving out this country, but I feel like, but I, but I feel like I, I'm trying to actually like just also live in this moment because mm-hmm. I want to, I, I want to feel it. I want to remember mm-hmm. it. And, and, and the good so the good the bad I I I I, I don't know man I, I think we're gonna have a we're gonna have some stories to write some books to write in the future for sure oh yeah yeah definitely and but but you know you know this this is necessary this conversation in the in the era of TikTok and Instagram where everything is highlights yeah who's who's giving it up this raw you know and so yeah. somebody has to do it so why not us uh, that's how I feel and yeah. I'm always gonna be here to to have a conversation and I just again I want to like I know I said all that before we started but I appreciate you so much I appreciate your uh your um quotes that you said (laughs) like man I don't think you know like people people I do we do know like we know people be watching even when Mm -hmm. they don't say nothing Mm -hmm. but like I really I appreciate that and I appreciate the love that you have for us for our people and um, I appreciate the knowledge that you share and even like making the space for, you know, someone to, you know, for the sis to come on and, and, and chop it up. You know, that really, this has been great. Highlight of my day. This is a stressful ass day. <laughs> <laughs> but like being able to, to talk these things through because, you know, sometimes we're not even aware because we just push through. Right. Yep, so making yep. the space to even have me be able to talk some of these things through certainly on things I'll reflect on after Mm -hmm. it's great I just appreciate you thank you for having me on for real no doubt I appreciate you like I you know it's it's so beautiful like the the journey of podcasts and people that I've um, met and formed relationships with and just to see like the track like we are in such good company yeah (laughs) we are in such good company like the there's so many folks that are just building their businesses, like becoming these titans of industry. And I'm just like, yo, I'm able to witness this. And, and they're like people. our people. Our and people. That's, that's what excites me. Oh. That's what that's what excites me. Because it's like, yeah. all right, Chanel going to have it with transportation, renewable energy. You know oh. what I'm saying? My bro, Emmanuel going to have it with like education and consultation, all of these things. Mm-hmm. Nicole got it with like, <laughs> with the, like, like, it, and that's just like a few, like, but to really yeah. see us, it's really a blessing. And I think you said it again, as we close, I think you, <laughs> I think you said it, um, you tweeted it some months ago, mm-hmm. but it was real. We, I think, um, us, like our age group in particular, we got a real, there's a moment right now where I think we're like moving like as a collective to like change, to, sure. to change culture yeah. and, to, and to like really build our legacy. But like we're taking advantage of the moment in a good way, mm-hmm. but it's like mm-hmm. critical because things are absolutely changing. Yeah. And if people don't see it, I don't know. Y'all got to <laughs> open your right. eyes because we're going through like we're going this this country in particular in America, uh, the U.S., we're going through like a change. So it's like mm-hmm. I think that's also what pushes me mm-hmm. is like I know time is real limited right now. And like whatever this portal or whatever you want to call it that we're in where it's like 
this is the time to really make moves that are going to influence like <laughs> the future years to come for us. Yep. And so I'm like, I think that's what also pushes me because I'm like, yo, we ain't got time to play right now. Yeah. Cause like, <laughs> no, I mean, that's opening, why this is our opening. This is our opening and we exactly. got to take advantage of this right now. So exactly. Yeah, man. That's why even in, in my email, um, YP development 2030, like I'm, that's, that's my target year retirement. Like I'm grinding to retire <clears throat> at the year 2030. Why? I don't, I don't know exactly why, but it's, it's a round number. And yeah. I'm like, all right, so I got nine years to thug it out. Yep. Because I don't, I don't want to work forever. So like no. I'm, I'm working hard and I'm, you know, missing time for my wife and my kids and I'm, but I'm on a mission and I got it. And I'm speeding up my clock because you know, you know how I do with, with white supremacy. I don't, I know how they get down and they are, they're working, right? They're speeding up the clocks. I don't know. Time is moving faster than it's ever moved. And I don't know if y'all feel it, but we, we got to go. So we ain't going to be here all day, but no, that's absolutely real. I am building Gigi, like the transportation mm-hmm. part of Go Girl Ride. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I can't wait to sell it like for a lot of money mm-hmm. because mm-hmm that I, I need that to do like to, do. to make do on the plans for, mm-hmm. for, for the people. Absolutely. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah, as, man. as we close, I, I appreciate you so much for now. You know, yes, you're always, always welcome on the pod. Of course. Thank of course. you. Thank you so much for having me and man, start the business y'all or keep going. Make it happen. Y'all yeah. got this. If you need to holler at Chanel, how can they holler at you? How can Absolutely. They so you can get a hold of me. Um, I'm on Twitter and on Instagram, Trinell Doyle. Um, you can follow my company as well, Go Girl Ride. Um, yes, that. It's literally at, actually, I would prefer you follow that before you follow me. There you go. <laughs> at Go Girl Ride um, on Twitter and also on Instagram, Facebook. You can go to our website, gogirlride.com. Um, and yeah, Trinell Doyle, that's me. That's my handles too. I, recently switched my names over so no doubt yeah man no doubt follow me on twitter at sx sndls on instagram at socks and sandals podcast my personal instagram emmanuel since 85 and for all things business um go to the website emmanuelwilliams.co um, oh yeah you can go to trinell.com too i'd be forgetting the whole website bro if exactly. you go to my website trinell.com you'll get access to everything everything yep there you my go. little defunct podcast <laughs> It's all good. (laughs) No doubt. Once again, y'all, it's the Socks and Sandals podcast where society, culture, history, and religion collide. And we unapologetically discuss our worldviews. Holla at y'all next time. Grace and peace. Peace.